What you're about to listen to was originally broadcast on 98.5 Sunshine FM, Perth, Western Australia. For details, go to the website 98five.com. As all saints and never ever, you are on 98.5. This is Weekdays with Mike. Good morning. And uh, tomorrow is World Hearing Day. And joining me in the studio this morning is Professor Rob Eichelboom from Ear Science Institute Australia. Good morning, Rob, and welcome. Good morning, Mike. Did I get your title right? It's a very, very long title here. Uh, yes. Uh, we're Australians. We'll just call each other Rob and Mike. Oh, I love it. Rob, it's really good to have you in. World Hearing Day tomorrow. Can you just share a little bit about what is World Hearing Day about this year? It's Well, World Hearing Day, always the 3rd of March. Mm-hmm. It's an initiative of the World Health Organization, but it's really built on the back of many years in Australia as well, where we had a World Hearing Week, and now there's a focus on hearing, and every year there's a different theme. And this year, it's focused on young children or young people. One in two young people are at risk of hearing loss because of their exposure to noise. So when you say young, what, what sort of age group are, are we looking at there? Oh, it, it's, it's from the, oh, I could say five upwards, the, the, okay. the time that we get exposed to these risky behaviours, which is noisy sporting events, not so much the workplace for young people, uh, entertainment venues and personal music players. So listening to music on your phone. Has that changed? Obviously, that's changed a lot over the years, hasn't it? it just has think, thinking a lot. back to what it was, if you go back, you know, thirty years ago, it's so uh, nearly everyone's got earphones in, right? Well, one headphones? thing, yes, that's true. One thing that has changed is is that the risk used to be workplaces where wearing headsets and headphones and ear, earbuds became more prominent, and then we now see fewer people with what we call work-induced hearing loss. Mm. But now, of course, with everybody having access through their phone to unlimited music, Mm. now that has risen as a big risk. When you think about workplaces, I mean, my my mind goes to things like where there's heavy machinery. and and Is that the type of environment that you're talking about there? You're in a loud factory, for example? Uh, Correct. But but their their legislation has helped. But what, what, what they've done is actually minimise the noise which is always the best thing to do. So have protection over the noise and, and, and also protect the workers and, and ensure and mandate the wearing of headphones and, and to extract people from the noise. Why is it important to protect your hearing? Very good question. Um, hearing loss affects about 1.5 billion people in the world, over 3 million people in Australia. What, hang on, 1.5 billion? Correct. W- worldwide? Worldwide, yes. Wow. And it's expected to double yeah, by the year 2050. Now, that sounds a long way away. It's only 25 mm, years away. That'll go quick. Um, and it's seen as the third biggest burden of global health. So, in other words, the third biggest ticket item for governments and for society. We don't hear a lot about it. Correct. I mean, obviously, it's World Hearing Day tomorrow, and here we are talking about it. But how have I not had you in today? I would probably not have any idea that it was even World Hearing Day tomorrow. The, the reason, I guess, is multifold. Uh, we generally consider it as a, a disease or a condition of the older people, and that's when we'll all be confronted with it. But it's mm. a condition that creeps up on us. It's that exposure that we have in younger life that over time is it you know increases our dose of damage mm. and we've got a limited number of hair cells in our ear 
These are the fine cells that sense our hearing and transmit that sound to the brain. These progressively can get damaged. They fall over, they die, and they can't be replaced. It's permanent. Mm, interesting. Rob, we'll take a break. We'll come back and chat some more. Um, you okay to take a call if someone's got a question for you? Absolutely. Being a professor, I'm, I'm assuming you can answer any question that will come through. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Rob, when, when, you, uh, when you meet someone and you tell them where you're from, have you heard all the jokes? Like, uh, do, they, do they, just, they just keep flowing? Uh, yes, I, I remember actually arriving at, uh, in Los Angeles one year yeah. at, uh, at Customs and uh, the official said, you know, where are you going? I said, I'm going off to an ear conference in Boston. Yeah. And he said, uh, a pardon? <laughs> Which is a typical response. <laughs> of course. And then he said, actually, I do know because my daughter's going to the same conference. Oh. So, but, so, but he had cheeky. To, but he had to get the joke in. He had to get the joke in. Uh, very good. Now, it is World Hearing Day tomorrow. We've been chatting a little bit about um, some, of, some of the risks. How do you actually protect your hearing? Well, what should we be doing? Well, the, the essence is, is that you have to protect yourself against a loud noise or the loud volumes. Now, if we're talking about young kids and the, the main uh, cause of uh, the, the greatest risk for them mm -hmm. is, is through their personal music players, through their phones. And so there's some fairly simple things. One is keep your volume down, say about 60%. I know some of the phones do give you a bit of a warning. You, you're yeah, reaching the limit. Yeah. So listen to that. Uh, it's good for parents to have some role in there so they know what their children are doing. And take a break. Um, go outside, listen yeah. to the birds, yeah. listen to your friends. Um, I, I don't want to be too dramatic, but yeah. if your hearing goes, you won't be able to hear the birds and you, you'll, you won't be able to hear your friends as easily. Do we underestimate even just having ear headphones on or earphones in our ears? Is there a difference between having... Like we're wearing today, they sit over our ears compared to ones that sit in our ears. Does that make any difference or does it get back to the volume? It's an interesting question. With these headphones, we're not listening, we don't hear any of the other sounds. Now, if we're in a noisy train, for instance, yeah. we're walking outside and there's all these extra sounds and we still want to hear the music, we'll be tempted to turn up the volume to compensate to drown out the other sounds. Oh, and so right. if you're going to listen to your music player it's best to get something that properly blocks out the outside sounds and then that'll give you the option then of at least eliminating that sound and focusing more on what you want to hear and you'll hear it at better quality so that is interesting that is a better way to do it make sure they're well fitting so we're actually uh, compensating correct is there any warning signs like if people are listening thinking oh, look I'm, I'm not sure like how, how would I I don't know how would you know it's it's a tricky thing I imagine a lot of people have come out of a noisy concert or a noisy sporting venue and thought, hmm, my hearing's a bit down or I can hear a little bit of ringing, ringing. in my ears. Yeah. Some people even feel a little bit ill. We, we did a, a survey of, of young people in, in nightclubs a few years ago mm -hmm. and, and it was very common. The tinnitus, the ringing in the ears. For a day or so, your hearing is a bit down and they are, and, and these, these go. But they are warning signs, and, and science has shown that even though the hearing seems to recover, there is some permanent loss, and over time, these just accumulate. And mm. so by the time we're 45 or 50 or 55, particularly for men at this stage, that's when we'll start to hear, have problems, and there the warning signs are, 
you'll be in a bit of a noisy situation, perhaps talking to three or four people, perhaps in a restaurant, and you'll think, I can't hear as well. And there'll be a bit of leaning forwards. Mm. There'll be a bit of, if it gets too bad, a bit of disengagement. People say, oh, I can't hear, I'm just going to sit back. And eventually people go, I can't be bothered, I'm not going, because I can't hear. Mm. And then we get the problems of what we call social isolation. People go, I'm lonely, and then it can lead to anxiety, even depression. Uh, so they are the consequences. So okay. if you're starting to have tinnitus ringing the ears, if you're starting to notice you can't hear your friends when it's a bit noisier, mm. they're the early signs that your hearing is being affected. And it's interesting, even just thinking where, you, where we've been, even just in a social gathering in like, for example, a loud foyer, where it's there's a concrete floor and it's quite echoey and you often you find yourself straining your voice to try and talk because it's that loud. Is that is that one of those little subtle, um, I guess, ways that could potentially be ruining our ears as well? It makes hearing more difficult. Um, what that really indicates is that we should be more cleverer in our design of spaces. Mm-hmm. And I, you've experienced it. Uh, yeah. Restaurants where they're all hard surfaces, it is much harder to hear. Yeah. Where there's more soft furnishings uh, around, perhaps carpet on the floor, mm. it, it becomes easier. Mm. So uh, I think that's a, a message really to the industrial designers, the mm. shop designers. Yeah. If you want to have your patrons comfortable, Sound. think about your design. Rob, we'll take a break. Rob, those earphones aren't uh, too loud, are they? Perfect. Um, you got the right volume there? I can hear. Well. I'm really conscious of how li- how loud mine are now because we I wear headphones obviously when we speak. But uh, anyway, uh, good morning, uh, Cassandra from Hammond Park. You got a question for Rob today? Uh, yes, hi Rob. Uh, so I'm an ex uh, Defence Force member, and obviously, I've, well, I was exposed to uh, ordnance and weapons and live firing and large vehicles. Um, my question is how that compares to, I guess, general civilian noises that affect hearing, uh, whether the effects of tinnitus and hearing loss will be sooner, um, and I guess signs to look out for, for hearing damage? That's a fantastic question, Cassandra, and I'm going to get a bit technical, apologise, but um, (laughs) I'll I'll try and uh, convey it. Um, I talked about loud noise, and and noise is often measured as decibels, but who knows what is a decibel? We don't carry a sound level meter in our pocket. And so one of the things we do say is if it's really, really loud, um, and say nightclubs, it's 100 decibels, and in that space you should only be about 15 minutes, no longer. Mm -hmm. And um, so that's this general noise. But when you're talking about ordnance fire, then we're talking about a different kind of noise because it's, it's called an impact noise. So it's a real sudden noise, and that can be very, very high, but for a very short period of time. That is equally dangerous. And so it is known as quite a risk for defence per- personnel uh, because of, of uh, ordnance firing, uh, because of uh, heavy machinery as well. So, but the same messages are out there. It'll affect... Um, you're hearing over time, that impact noise is probably a little bit more dangerous, and um, and there is, it's known that there are higher rates of tinnitus amongst uh, uh, surface personnel. Interesting. So, yeah. Did w- would you not wear headphones, Cassandra, when you with that or not? Um, look, I I joined 
when I was 18 and now I'm much older. Might not sound older. Um, but there was only very limited hearing protection available at the time, so it was just earplugs, and that was optional. So, yeah, it wasn't like you must wear it. It was, here's an earplug, please, if you want, put it in. Optional. And a lot of the time, you either run out of time or you you just forget or you just go with whatever else everyone else is doing. So it's yes. kind of left. Yes. Um, and being young, you just you just don't feel like okay, you don't think about that things that are going to affect you later in life. Yeah, it's it's not an uncommon story. Also in industry, I know when I was young and working in a joinery shop, it was yeah, wear them if you want, and mm. um, like law make at home, wear it if you want. Uh, yeah. I think we've become a bit more conscious of it, and I don't know about the army uh, whether they've become more. Uh, mm. Rigid with their rules, um, but what the message really I want to convey is it's worth getting checked. And I know there's a clinic at the defence. I forget the building in, in St George's Terrace oh. where um, Anzac House. That's okay. it. There's a there's a uh, a clinic there. Yes, RSL is there, but I know there's a clinic there. Um, so wherever whatever's convenient, it'd be worth getting checked if you've got some concerns. Good on you, Cassandra. Worth getting a check, that is for sure. How old are you? Can I ask you how old you are now? 30-something. Okay, so we're going... I'm just sort of getting an idea of the timeline. So we're going back about about 12-odd years or so, 12 to 15 years. Yes, yeah, about that, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, you, 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 sound, you sound like about 20, so, which, which, is a, which is a compliment, oh, thank Cassandra. You. <laughs> thank you very much. Cassandra from Hammond Park, really appreciate your call this morning. Do you... See, do you do you hear a lot about that, to use a pun? Well, Defense. yes. Uh, uh, if you look at uh, the literature, you know, the, what, what's published in papers, often there are uh, reports of studies on defence personnel because they're at particular risk. Uh, one of those things is uh, is explosions. And oh, there course. it's not so much about hearing loss, but it can damage the eardrum and they get blasted. Uh, we all remember what happened in Bali. One yes, of the big common yes. problems there was the blast caused a lot of ear perforations and a lot of people were actually seen in Perth because of that. Yeah. That had to be repaired. Rob, we'll take a break. We'll come back and uh, wrap things up. On 98.5 Weekdays with Mike, Rob is with me from the Ear Science Institute Australia. It's World Hearing Day tomorrow. Good morning, Patchery from East Perth. You've got a question for Rob today. Yes, I do have, Mike. Um i 62 and I got hearing aid, a moderate hearing loss. I'm wondering if for the age is getting older, um, should I have a new hearing aid or how do we know to, when we should change a new hearing, hearing aid? One? Did, you're 62, did you say? Yeah, I ha- and I have hearing aid and I have moderate hearing loss. I'm wondering when should I change a new one for the hearing aid or, how, how, or can it getting worse or anything? I don't have any advice about this. Great question. Thank, how do you know? Thanks for the question. The, yeah, the best advice yeah. I can offer is that if you have a hearing aid, uh, you really should have them checked every year. So book an appointment every, every year. year to talk to your audiologist. The audiologists, for the most part, will give it a check, make sure it's working properly, have a chat. Are you, doing it, are you using it properly? Are you changing the batteries properly? Uh, are you using all the, the, the dials properly? And... I, at some point in time, maybe it's three or four or five years, uh, there'll be new technology or 
the, they do break down and then they're worth replacing. But it's best, as I said, to have a checkup every year, have a chat with your audiologist. There we go, Patrick. Thank um, you for uh, calling in this morning from yeah. East Perth. Good to talk to you. Um, just to finish off, Rob, we uh, we are running out of time, but it's been great chatting to you. What what about things that we can for our kids? I'm just thinking. You mentioned at the start, but thinking about the little ones, even from that age of sort of five and up, are, are we too quick to put sort of earphones on kids? What, what's your advice there? Oh, that's a good sociological question. <laughs> <laughs> but but the main message is to limit the volume. And then that could be at the speedway. That could mm. be when the lawnmower's out on the lawn. And obviously it could be about the music players. And if they are being used, make sure that the level is kept, say, to about 50%, 60 60%. If they can't hear, that means there's too much noise in the background. And so find a quieter place. Yeah, but then take okay. breaks. Yeah. Don't wear them for hours and hours and hours. Don't fall asleep with them in your ears. Uh, so take a break. Go and, as I said, go outside and listen to the birds. It's good. Now, just to finish off today, what would be your final message today? I head off World Hearing Day tomorrow. Uh, well, it, it's a, it's a global initiative, yeah. and uh, as I said, the theme is looking after the, the hearing of us all, but particularly young people. And um, there are three things that we would advocate for. One is to get your hearing checked, and it's particularly as you age, say, 45, 50, 55. Um, Certainly protect your hearing in whatever situation you're in and be an advocate. So think about your own hearing, but also advocate for advocate for your children, perhaps for your parents or your grandparents. Encourage them to get their hearing checked. Mm. Um, encourage them that hearing aids are good, they're worthwhile. If they're suitable for a cochlear implant, which is another topic again, mm. that's something you, you should be uh, on their side and, and encourage them to, to take the steps because hearing better will make life easier. Love it. Rob, really appreciate you coming in today. It's been a great conversation ahead of World Hearing Day tomorrow. My guest in the studio today has been Professor Rob Eichelboom from the Ear Science Institute Australia. For more details on this and other programs, contact 98.5 Sunshine FM, Perth, Western Australia or visit the website 98five.com.